Hey, everybody. Welcome to the show. Craig here. A little bit of bonus audio for the podcast feed before we release the regular episode later in the week. You may or may not know that on our YouTube channel for Yes Have Some, I've kind of launched a bit of a side project special something called Toy Anxiety with Ryan Dole. Now, Ryan is uh, from Vancouver, British Columbia. He's a longtime friend of the podcast, part of the YHS community, part of the YHS crew, and uh, he's your everyday lovable admin over at Yes Have Some Group Therapy. He's the one getting rid of your memes. So him and I have been sitting down on the weekends to talk about toys, toy stress, action figures, news, reviews, what we've been picking up lately, and we've been having a lot of fun doing it. So that is available on our YouTube channel. And we're going ahead and putting up our latest episode uh, in audio format here on the feed. Uh, That way, if you haven't been able to get over to the YouTube channel and check it out, you can uh, listen to it like you would your normal podcast. Now, I will say going forward, these episodes will not be featured on the main Yes Have Some feed. But if you do want to get the audio only we have launched a separate feed specifically for toy anxiety. So get on Spotify or iTunes, wherever you get your podcasts, and look up Toy Anxiety presented by YHS, and you'll see it, and you'll be able to get these episodes weekly. And, uh, oh, Abby just walked in. She's doing something. I don't know what she's doing. But anyways, so let's get to this right now. Thank you guys for checking us out, supporting us, and uh, letting us... uh, engage with you about toys because the toy stress is very real as of late when it comes to gi joe masters of the universe disney super seven ultimates all sorts of stuff we're covering in this episode a lot of fun thanks for ryan for partnering up on this with me stay tuned for the regular episode yes have some podcasts with myself jacob walsh and abigail gardner later in the week and of course next week we've got bill and ted face the music oh man i'm excited all right here we go here's a little bit of toy anxiety for you Hey everybody, welcome back to the Yes Have Some channel here on YouTube and another edition. I've been looking forward to this. We missed last week and I tried to remember why, but I couldn't. But we're back with Toy Anxiety. My name is Craig Goldberg and joining me all the way from Vancouver, British Columbia is Ryan Dole. What's up, man? Hey guys, how's it going? It's uh, it's going good here. It's nice, sunny. Got a coffee. I'm ready to rock and roll and talk about all the awesome toy news that have happened in the last... Uh, well, and some sad news, too, in the last couple of weeks. So It's been crazy. There, there, I think anxiety is the only word I could come up with. It's, <laughs> uh, it's going nuts in the toy community. Uh, G.I. Joe Classifieds, Masters of Universe Origins. Uh, DC is falling apart at the seams. We, we, we got a lot of ground to cover, I think. It's really <laughs> Is that the sad news that you were talking about? Uh, yeah, that's the sad news I was talking about. Yeah, okay. that's, the, that's it. Yeah. That's it. So what we're going to do is, um, before we get started, I want to let everybody know that next Friday, August 21st, is the Star Wars Fan First Friday on Hasbro Pulse. They're going to be making some announcements, and everything we know about it tells us they are going to be announcing the new HasLab uh, Vintage Collection project. So what we're going to do, Ryan and myself, immediately when that ends, it should be 10.30 a.m. Eastern, which that's going to be early for you on the West Coast. <laughs> that's fine. That's uh, fine. I'll already be awake. It's it's uh, it's cool. We're going to do uh, live reactions to that on YouTube. So here on the channel, make sure that you're subscribed and you will be able to watch us react 
uh, immediately after. We're not going to do it like we're not going to do commentary over their announcements. We want to make sure like we're paying attention to it. But as soon as it's over, there should be talking about Vintage Collection, Black Series, probably Mandalorian Season 2, and of course, uh, HasLab. Uh, I think last week we did some predictions on what we thought that might be. Right. And uh, usually when you know HasLab is doing their Star Wars one anyway, Craig and I are usually watching at the same time and we're usually giving our own commentary and quite frankly i think that we are funny and i'm <laughs> glad that we are recording it because <laughs> we have a lot of opinions when they start to reveal things of <laughs> you know of, of are, play sets and, yeah. and toys we are and, not so. I, I love what hasbro's doing with all those lines but we're not we're, we're gonna we're gonna call it like we see it if it's absolutely <laughs> absolutely um, so uh, what if the HasLab is just the the second half of the uh, the uh, playset they just revealed the uh, the carbonation or the the carbonite <laughs> the chamber carbon freezing yeah, chamber? The carbon so freezing it's chamber. Like, <laughs> I think it's just what what's the other, the ceiling? I guess they would just have the ceiling. That would be the that would be the next part to it. It's a it's an actual uh, it's a 1970s or 1981 uh, movie theater with patrons watching The Empire Strikes Back play set. Yep, and it's seven hundred dollars Target exclusive. So if you want to finish if you want to finish your play set, have it complete. It just you, dropped. You only, by the way, it's already yeah, sold out. You it's already sold it. out. It's an eBay exclusive if you want to find it. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, listen, I don't know if you've picked up anything uh, this week or, or anything like that, but I, I just had some stuff I wanted to kind of show that I, that I was able to pick up uh, over over my travels. Um, first off, I did find the uh, NECA slash and Leatherhead uh, two-pack there, which is, uh, which is great. And I, I kind of – it was one of those things I was out looking for <laughs> – what did I tell you? I texted uh, – I texted you yesterday. Uh, it was pretty early. You were like, "Are you out toy hunting?" And I was like, "Yeah, I'm out looking for GI Joes, like a like an inbred or something, like just a, like an insane person going to Target." Uh, I did not find any of those, but we'll, we'll get into it. So, but I kind of found this one. It was kind of an accident. I I didn't forget that they were out, but I wasn't. It's usually how it goes. You find the stuff when you're not actually looking for it. But uh, I haven't even opened it yet, obviously. Yeah. But great, great stuff. Um. And then on the NECA front, if you want to tune back into the channel, I put up an unboxing of the Loot Crate uh, yesterday with the... Yeah, uh, which is great. The old uh, Mirage Shredder here, which is great. But this is kind of fun. Right before we started recording, like literally 30 seconds, I had a knock on my door and there was two packages and I kind of don't know what's in them. So should I do a little thing here? A little unboxing? Yeah, let's do it. Let's totally do it. Right, Today's cool. that day. Today's I mean, the day. Today's the day. That'd um, be great. What, what's your weather situation up there in Canada? While oh, I open dude, this it's thing? so sunny. It's going to be a hot one today. Yeah, yeah. All right. So we're going to pop this open. I, I I had ordered a couple things. These are from Amazon Prime, so I don't know. Oh yeah, you're going to kind of. You might be mad about this one. You might be upset about this one. It, it's in line with what we were just talking about a little bit. So we've got. <laughs> The Attack of the Clones, Obi-Wan, Black Series, AOTC. We talked a little bit. Now, this is episode three of Toy Anxiety. This is not the Attack of the Clones. And by the way, this is not the first time we're talking about Attack of the Clones on this show. Uh, So Black Series, Obi-Wan. I know this is a figure you're going to be getting eventually, but uh, what what do you think of this figure? I think it's great. I think it's... uh, like I say, every show, I 
think Attack of the Clones is underrated. I think I love uh, Jesus uh, Obi Wan. Jesus, because that's the pic- Jesus Kenobi. That's the picture of you know that comes up every Christmas of Obi Wan Kenobi. It's the episode two Obi Wan that says, "Don't forget what Christmas is all about." <laughs> you know, it's it's that Obi Wan. Um, you know, I, I'm 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 stoked that they're they're doing episode two stuff and uh, and they're not shying away from it. There's two figures in this box. I got three toys. Uh, this is very exciting. And I think I know what they are. Uh, yeah. Okay. So we've got the uh, the battle droid. Same wave. Awesome. Um, yeah. So just kind of the darker version. Uh, the, oh, it's got some cool uh, wear and tear on it. Uh, these things don't stand up very well. Like the uh, my uh, Phantom Menace one. And, and uh, lastly here. God, this is a good-looking figure, uh, Anakin. So oh, nice, perfect. Um, these uh, these I've been waiting on for a while. I haven't seen these in stores at all. But uh, the other two Jedi, uh, their names are escaping me. Ryan, you uh, Kit Fisto and Plo Koon. Yeah, those are uh, those are starting to hit Amazon too, but uh, have not picked those up yet. So great wave, great wave of Black Series. And like I said, I'm I'm a primarily a Black Series collector, but I had this moment today when i was out toy hunting or yesterday i should say the new wave i i sold a lot of my vintage collection figures my three and three fourth and i really just focused on return of the jedi or anything related to the barge but they have the uh the new uh death star escape uh luke with the uh, the the stormtrooper luke and i'm thinking if they announce a death star next week (laughs) i'm gonna need that figure you know what that's actually not a bad uh thought process some yeah. good that's some and you know what here's regardless if you're if you if that one gets announced or not let's so let's say you pick up that that luke yeah at, at least you know you'll be able to sell it like in two years and just or even <laughs> a year right and just or it's even as soon as it's off the shelf and just be like who needs it right and you know someone's gonna quickly snatch it and uh and you know what if uh if the death star is the the next Haslab, yeah uh, you're already ahead of the game. Well, not really, because I had the Han Solo, which was a Target exclusive, and I sold it already. So, oh, so you're behind the game. <laughs> so All right, game. so never. <laughs> so, um, so you're going to be paying forty bucks for that one. Yeah, and then, uh, but yeah. at least you'll have the Luke. Yeah, at least I'll have Luke. So, uh, just another reminder: next week, tune in for that. Uh, that'll be our episode next week. We'll we'll do those live reactions, and I'm really looking forward to yeah. it. I'm 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 excited not just for Haslab, but. Uh, I have a feeling we're going to get a whole lot of Mandalorian Black Series figures uh, coming to this fall. Uh, I think this was supposed to be the panel for Celebration. Because Celebration right. was going to be the week after. Right. And I think this was supposed this was going to be their Celebration panel and reveal. Right. So uh, I'm very excited. Very to- curious. Very curious. <laughs> Next weekend's going to be crazy because then you've got a Fandom on Saturday. And, you got Fandom. Um, Um, or, well, I don't, they should call it, uh, the, (laughs) the, the Warner Brothers unemployment fandom celebration. The AT&T cost cutting (laughs) dome is, uh, (laughs) um, but the the restructure pod, I don't know what they should call it, but it's, it's, Uh, uh. If you, do you want to talk about that? Should we talk about DC and? Well, we can. We can get uh, into it. We can get into it a little bit because I definitely want to get into Masters. But um, I think uh, one thing to keep in mind is that I am very excited for two specific pieces of content during Fandom. One being um, the Suicide Squad trailer with James Gunn, and the other being yep. 
I don't know if we're going to get a full trailer, but I'm, I'm assuming we're going to get some pretty cool stuff from uh, Matt Reeves' Batman movie. And I'm very excited yeah, about I, both of those. Yeah, I think so, too. And, and you know how I feel about everything uh, DC. I get very, very excited when I see that trailer. And then I get nervous, and then I get excited, and then I get disappointed, <laughs> and then I buy the toys. Uh, you know, that's just, that's you. That's exactly why my love-hate sad relationship with dc movies right is because it, it always seems to be like they're they're so close they're they're always so close to like having this like awesome movie and it just can't seem to get over the get over the hump yeah it's and been it's, a while and, uh you know and I, i'll defend wonder woman forever the first movie but i mean i i have i struggle with uh defending the rest you know by saying they're good. I can say parts that are good from all the movies, but I can't say the movies themselves are as a whole right. are, are good. And, you know, and, but the trailers always get me excited. I mean, the first Suicide Squad trailer, Birds of Prey trailer. Trailers uh, you, you name it. You name it. There's a trailer. <laughs> I think the only trailer I have never gotten excited about was Aquaman. Yeah. And I think the rest have always had me just like get so giddy and excited. Like, oh, this is it. This is where DC is going to get it. They got it this time. They can't fail. Look how good that looks. Yeah. There's no way. There's no way. And then you get out and you're like, oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. Well, it's oh, okay. No. Now, so we, we kind of alluded to there's been some major cuts at, at DC and a lot of departments folding. And, and uh, we won't focus on uh, all the media side of things. But from a toy perspective, they did announce that after 22 years, uh, DC Direct is uh that's what it's called right dc direct yeah Which dc is- direct then they went turned to then they changed to dc collectibles but it was the same thing right and then they went back to dc direct right right before and well, that by a, right yeah yeah and just so i understand and i think i understand because i know what i'm talking about sometimes but for those who might be watching this i don't know what that is that is what you would think about when you go see like uh when you go to a comic book show or a comic book shop all of the DC figures, all of the Arkham Asylum figures, the Batman animated series line over the last couple of years, uh, any yep. of the the more premium, you know, twenty five to thirty dollar price point uh, DC figures from the last couple of decades, right? And not just more premium, I would say more uh, comic book specific, uh, just because the like the, they'll do a toy line and they'll do like here is the amanda connor style harley quinn wave of figures right right? so they'll be like very artist centric well they'll do that's where we they did i think the first time i really remember dc direct really kind of impacting me in a big big way was when they came out with uh kingdom come and justice figures based on alex ross's artwork and those toys you know what they came out what 1998 99 that would have been near when they first started right uh, I know I wasn't living in Vancouver yet, and they are, they're beautiful. They still hold up. Uh, they go for a very high price point now because they've never re-released them. They've never remade them. They've never gone back and made Kingdom Come or Justice Figures right. ever. Uh, and I still have some of them. I think they're they're still on my shelf in my bedroom. I think they're beautiful. Uh that's the first time the DC Direct has really kind of impacted me, and that's where I was kind of like, okay, these guys, these guys are. You might only find them at the comic store, and they're a little higher price point than what you find at Toys R Us or a Walmart, but they're they're definitely worth it. And since then, I've always kind of like picked up, you know, Batman Hush figures, which also now go for crazy amounts of money. They've done 
one's based on long Halloween, you know, and they, so they always get to be very uh, centric. And so it was, you know, they, they were great. They were great. They were great DC toys for people like me who prefer the comics over everything else. Right. Right. Uh, So this is very sad news for me because that was, I just started collecting uh, the DC icon figures. uh, And now that's going to be a, incomplete set because they're not going to be making them anymore uh i'll I'll never get that finished complete set of batman animated series we never got clock king we never got zeus we never got that's such a bummer because i started collecting those last year and i i I didn't go full full in i've got maybe eight or nine figures but i as brian knows i have the Batcave diorama because every day i think you're like (laughs) sell me that sell me that uh, yeah, it's like, oh, how am I going to afford this? I'm going to need to make room. I'm like, oh, I need to make room. Sell me your back game. Um, <laughs> but uh, it, it really, it's a blow. Now, I'm not 100% sure on the details. I know they had a couple waves of those figures coming out. Like, I don't know. Uh, they still are coming out. So anything that's been announced uh, since Toy Fair in February. Uh, so they get, do have toys that are still coming out all the way up to spring 2021. Right. Uh, but that's it. You're not going to see any more announcements. And, and we kind of saw the writing on the wall, too. I think the last two months of DC solicitations, there have been nothing right. from DC directed. Right. And, and it kind of sucks because you kind of get the vibe that they're, they're using COVID and, and coronavirus. Is a li- I mean, I know it's impacted everybody, but I have a feeling these are pretty drastic changes that they that was going to happen regardless. There's a complete restructure. And I, uh, if you're part of Yes, Have Some Group Therapy, I did post a couple links one with an interview with Jim Lee, and he kind of breaks it down a little bit. And they were talking about how, uh, you know, the comics, they've, they've got so many out there and a lot of the stuff, and they're they're not even breaking even right now. And that's just, right. the, the comic industry has been taking a hit for a long time. And it, this is why something you kind of heard me push before, even on your guys' podcast, where if every person that went to go see a movie, whether it's Marvel or DC, I'm, I'm not going to tell you, which who you should buy from that's going to be up to you but if each person went and saw you know saw the movie went to go buy at least one comic a month which is less than a price of a movie ticket and you know it's even less than a bag of popcorn and if they just all bought one comic it would impact the the comic industry massively oh yeah i mean literally that would be millions and millions of of new sales like not just dollars just like you know copies um so it's tough it it makes me wonder if um possibly maybe uh with with some of those lines if they kind of offload them similar to what mattel did with masters of the universe with super seven maybe there's a chance for another company to take over uh you know the the dc direct label or something like that. I mean, I know they're maybe going to bring some stuff in-house. I know McFarlane has their ongoing kind of multiverse series, which those, listen, those figures aren't, I don't own any of those, so I can't really speak to them. They, they look fine. They look, they're better than average action figures, but I don't think they're quite up to what even Mattel was doing with like their multiverse lines. So it kind of, it leaves DC fans in kind of a, a, a weird state of limbo. It it's I definitely feel like I'm in a weird state of limbo. De- definitely because you've got the toy line that's targeted for younger kids. That's the which are spin masters, <clears throat> right? But yeah. because that doesn't hit my nostalgia points, if I'm going to get something meant for kids, I'm going to get the Batman Forever or Batman and Robin or 
you know, Legends of the Dark Knight right. series. Like an older stuff. Kenner vintage line. Right. I'll right. get like an older Kenner line if I want that stuff. Or stuff even with wacky variants and that kind of thing. Like that's where I'll I'll put my money. Uh, but I'm hoping that line does well for kids because I I would love for kids when you know 40 years down the line that they're looking to go buy those toys and recollect those. So I'm hoping those do well. But like when you have that collector's line by McFarlane, like you know the the DC animated stuff looks off. To me, it looks a little off. They're not in the same scale. Yeah. All his toys are huge. And like even when you listen to him at Toy Fair, and he, you know you know how McFarlane is. He just sells, sells, sells. Right? He's like, oh, look at this. It's nice and big. It's chunky. People like big and chunky. And it's like. I don't know. Uh, my my Nightwing I, I figure <laughs> is like slender and frail. And I kind of like it. So. Uh, yeah, same here. And it's, <clears throat> you know, his, his Wonder Woman figures look great. Like yeah. for Wonder Woman 84. But again, because they're they're such a large scale, uh, that's it's yeah. not nah, yeah. It's no, a bummer. No. It's definitely a bummer. And like I, I think as Ghostbusters fans, we we've been through this before. Like we these lull like it, it's kind of like all toy lines end at some point, but you don't want to see it end like this. It would have been cool if it was like, hey, DC Direct's going away in two years. We're gonna pump out as many like cool characters and, and stuff that we haven't been able to get to in the various lines. And, uh, that'll be it. So it was pretty kind of, abrupt. yeah, it, it's definitely deflating, uh, you know, in a big way. And I, of course I've had friends that I have friends that work at uh, DC that have lost their jobs this week too. Yeah. So it's kind of hit me that way as well. So you're trying not to, you're not trying to think too selfishly about it. Like, but what about me? What about, <laughs> well, what, what well, am I getting, you know, when am I getting my Dick Grayson animated action figure? Right. You know, and you're, you know, you can't help but to think that, but then you're worried about your friends. Uh, man, it just sucks. It absolutely right. sucks. And, uh, and it's weird seeing that line go because it's kind of like, you know, it always felt like to me, like DC direct never had problems with sales because things were always kind of settling out. Right. Yeah, and things I think, always went up in value after you weren't able to order them on their website anymore. From people I've talked to, people within the industry, or, or people who at least have a, a better sense of the inner workings of of you know toy lines and toy companies and things like that, the sense that I've got is that there, it's always been kind of a, a depressing state of affairs, or at least it has been over the last five to ten years over in DC in general and. Uh, that those departments that were creating the toys, you really need a, a sense of of leadership and uh, kind of a, a visionary person who could say, "This is the plan. This is how we're rolling forward." And with less and less people going to mom and pop stores, comic book stores, and things like that, there's just less exposure. Like if you are a kid who's 12 years old and don't have a cool comic book store in your town, you might not know that those figures ever even existed because all you have is like one Walmart or something like that. So. Um, yeah, I don't know. It, it's, de it's definitely a bummer. That's, that's all I can really say. And I, I hope that they figure yeah. out a way to continue some of those lines. Yeah, I hope so too. And it's not even just the toys too. It's the, the cool statues they had. And mm -hmm. I'm kind of hoping that maybe another company as well kind of picks up the statues kind of like where they left off because they, they produce a lot of great stuff. Like and I've got stuff. a few of this. Every statue I own is a DC direct. Yeah. I don't think I own anything from Marvel or anybody else. They've all been, uh, DC direct. Uh, so yeah, I'm hoping someone yeah. like sideshow or something picks that up. And I, I will and say from a, from an investment point of view, because we, we talk about that a little bit on yes, have some, um, 
if you have the opportunity to buy some of those uh, DC Direct figures that maybe have been sitting on the shelves for a while, uh, do it. Because th- these are the kinds of toy lines that, if, if it's not resurrected, 10 years down the line, I mean, we've seen it with all sorts of toy lines. Uh, the, yeah. the value just really skyrockets. So, I don't know. Yeah. Just maybe not. <laughs> don't come back in 10 years and be like, I bought this for but- $30 and... You know what, though? I think it's uh, – I, I don't think you're wrong with that. And actually, can, I, can I segue into another investment? Yeah, go for it. For toys? What if I said uh, no? We will talk yeah. <laughs> about the depressing state of DC comics. Yeah. No, I, I think DC – just to finish it off, I think DC will bounce back. And I think – Yeah. I, and I'm just kind of hoping. I'm just trying to think optimistic. I, comics have gone through – all sorts of crazy shit through time right. from book burnings, uh, public book burnings to, the you know, death to, to uh, bankruptcy in, in Marvel. You know what I mean? Like, and yeah. they've, they've all, they've all bounced back. And right. so, yeah. but, you know, this is just going to be another transition. Right. Another, I, I do think it's know, important for, for a film is kind of the, the way that, uh, media and entertainment is consumed mostly, especially with super, heroes these days and i do think it's important for dc to to really start churning out uh some hits uh warner brothers in dc i should say so and i think um i think they're on the right path with suicide squad and and the batman and things like that so we'll uh we'll see but what were you gonna say as far as like a investment thing uh something else got announced a couple weeks ago uh that i think is gonna be if you're looking to buy toys as an investment uh, Super 7 announced a Disney line of action figures. Yeah. Uh, Disney, it take you go, to, go to the parks at any moment, and you're going to find lineups for merchandise, right. especially if it's new, especially if a ride is closing. Take a look at Splash Mountain. Like there's When the parks reopened, there was a queue for hours just to get the merchandise. Yep. Uh, just for that. Uh, something about Disney – it always goes up in value. It's always a high collector's point. Uh, I highly suggest that if you are able to order that first wave of figures and ongoing, and I know they're expensive, they're like, what, 45 bucks a pop? 45 bucks a pop, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know what? They're, once that's done, that Prince John from Robin Hood, because they don't make Robin Hood merchandise, is going to go up to three digits. Yeah, I think you're right. I've been thinking about that. I don't know if we... I don't know if you just brought this up independently of me, but I, I, I had the same thought this week. There's something specific about Disney and the Disney fandom. Look at the pins. Like any of the yep. any of the merchandise that's available in the parks, the second it's not available, it's scarce, hard to find, and it just goes up in value. Um and specifically yep. the Super Seven Ultimate figures, you know, Super Seven does their their first of all, they're they're great looking figures. And we've never had like uh a Disney line with super articulated figures with tons of accessories, alternate heads and hands and all that, all the stuff that you get from like a premium action figure. Um, this is like diamond select times five, basically. I know they did cool stuff with Muppets and stuff like that, but the way the super, yeah, seven, I think they did kingdom hearts as well. Right, right. That's I think that's what right. I was thinking about, but yeah, the, the super seven model of pre-order. And once the pre-orders are in, there there's no more so you have to order in advance you can get it on like big bad toy store and i think a couple other outlets especially for like international folks um but i completely agree that once they're done and they announce wave two 
when this is what happens in toys when a wave two or wave three is announced and it, it just and it hits you like oh i need those and then you look backwards and you start going well i didn't get the first wave they were full, <laughs> and and it, it doesn't happen with all toy yep. lines it doesn't happen with all toy lines but i know we've talked about masters of the universe a lot we're gonna we're gonna finish up today talking about some of those announcements but if you go back look at masters of the universe classics the maddie collector figures they were 25 dollars originally they went to big lots at one point. They were liquidating those figures for $10, mainline characters. And now, $100, $150. And they made way more of those yep. than they did these Super uh, Saver pre-orders. Same thing with uh, Marvel Legends. Yep. Right? Like It's kind of like, oh, you did one 90s X-Men character. Oh, now you're doing a whole wave of 90s, and now everyone's right. trying to go back and and get them. Uh, and it's pretty cool. It's fucking badass yeah. that they they that they're starting. They're not it's not like they're starting off the line with Mickey Minnie and, you know, Goofy. Or, Donald and Goofy. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's uh Fantasia Mickey, which is great and iconic. Um or w- whatever Wizarding w- w- he's got an no, official it's, name. It's uh Sorcerer's Apprentice Mickey. Yes, but Sorcerer's it's the, but that's a great one to start off with anyways. I think right. it's, that's iconic. And then the iconic. Pinocchio is one of my all time favorite. Like I'm not even a big Disney guy. Ryan, you have, I'm ordering these today. I can't <laughs> yeah. slow down now. Dude, we have to order them because if we don't, you like you and I, I, I this is my first thought when they announced this was I'm only going to get Prince John okay. because I love Robin Hood. They don't make Robin Hood stuff. Right, and I was right. like, I need to have that. It comes with Sir Hiss. I need it. I got to have it. And then, uh, and then I was thinking, oh, man, but I need that Fantasia Mickey. I need that Pinocchio because, you know, eventually they're going to make, you know, <laughs> they're right. just going to make everybody. And you're just like a, a whale, a, a giant whale. Right. Yeah, they're going to make a big whale play set because it's Super 7. They're going to do that big Castle Grayskull, but it's going to be that whale. And it comes with a Geppetto and a raft. It's going to be fucking great. They're, you know, they're going to do it all eventually. And you can already sense it. Like, it's yeah. just they're going to do. Well, it's a limitless thing like it's, it's disney if they have access dude, <laughs> they can, can you imagine what's gonna happen when they start doing princesses oh I, it's hey ryan it's, i can't brock parker <laughs> is going to have a heart attack that's going to be the death of brock Parker. yes like it's for it's those who going, don't know look up brock parker i don't know if you just google search brock parker <laughs> google search brock parker you'll you'll know right poor jessica she won't even have room anymore for oh her. She's man gonna have to, that's so funny. it's gonna be bonkers and you know what they could still do roger rabbit with that and yeah i was also thinking this when they did it that uh three pack uh which now i'm kicking myself for not getting oh I'm kicking myself so hard they did the reaction figures of the hitchhiking ghosts from the haunted mansion yeah yeah so this means we could also end up seeing characters that you only see in the park like character right. like uh red from uh pirates of caribbean for instance right. or you could see it, hat box ghost it opens you know? up a lot of avenues i mean they're they're kind of doing the same model with the the ninja turtles uh ultimate figures and it'll be yep. interesting to see what the value of those does over the next couple of years. But I think this is an interesting thing because I think there's mass appeal to Disney collectors, but there's also just general appeal to as just a, an action figure and toy enthusiast and a general pop culture fan. Yep. Uh, I was very impressed with those figures when I saw them. So um, plus Disney fans are insane. Right. I get They're jealous. Like GI Joe level insane. I get like. jealous of Disney fandom. I've, I've tried to force myself into it a couple times. Um, but whatever. I, I can dabble. Yeah, I can dabble. Yeah. 
this is this is where you start. This is where you start. I mean, if you can start He Man now, like forty <laughs> years later, you can. <laughs> you know, no, I'm not, no, I'm not saying that as like you know a diss. I'm just saying like if you could start He Man now, and be completely welcomed in and embrace it. Uh, there's no I love reason it. why you can't start Disney now. As I agree. Well. And I, I mean, agree. there's there's nothing wrong with that. I, I like I said, I'm getting Prince John for sure. But the more I think about it, it's like you're right. They they got to open that Disney vault for for the toys. Right. I mean, like I they said, there's make- just so many. Like they can go. Oh, there's no way to predict what Wave Two could even be if they're doing three you figures can't. at a time. It would take you- twenty years. Here's the problem. <laughs> They're never going to – this is a line that will never do – unless they make the waves bigger, unless pre-sales are so good, they're like, okay, wave two is going to be six figures or something like that. Like a lot of ground to cover over there at Super 7. But I've gotten really into Super 7. I've got some of the Master stuff, and I, I got that yeah. uh, that uh, glow-in-the-dark Baxter uh, um, from uh, Comic-Con. Cool stuff. Very so, very well-made action figures. Yeah, great. Yeah, they're, they're awesome. They're awesome. But yeah, let's uh, – should we talk about – Speaking of masters and you getting into it, should well, we get into it? Yeah, so we can kind of. Um, I'm, I'm sure listeners of Yes Have Some Podcast are sick of hearing about how impressed I am with myself that I've recently, <laughs> in the last four or five months, gotten very into Masters of the Universe and like, oh, it's just so amazing. Can you believe it? Me, me. I I, I used to say I didn't care about He Man. Uh, no, I, I love it. I'm, but I'm, your wife is the same way. Like Abby has also embraced uh She-Ra. she's gotten really into it right she's so right? she abby's so into it that she did a virtual panel for dragon con on she-ra the other day and i was like that's pretty brave like you're not like as as well versed as some of these panelists but she was she was up there and, and i think it's all about giving the perspective of, of somebody who's just getting into it it's pretty pretty cool yeah and it's it's great and it's actually nice to have someone to talk to about the new show because i Feel I think it's one of those things where I'm the the only person I know that's watching. It's fun. Watched I think they just, the new series. I think she just wrapped up uh, season one, so you have to shoot her a message. Come on down. Yeah, I heard, when she uh, starts the, buying when she starts buying the toys, we're going to uh, have to have her on here. I did to, read that. Uh, I, I read the U.S. Canadian border is going to open September 21st, so uh, maybe sometime in the next six months, you or year when it's safe, you can come down and we'll, we'll, we'll go. When I feel comfortable flying, I will come down. We'll hunt he mantors. All right, let's talk about this. Uh, PowerCon virtual panel last week. They, um, they did, it was hosted by, uh, or uh, moderated by pixel Dan. He did a great job. Um, I, I like that they have him. Uh, he's a real fan. He cares, uh, as much about toys and that, in that brand, uh, as, as anybody. So, uh, it's nice to see, I wish Hasbro would lean into that a little bit more. I usually Hasbro kind of has like their brand managers and things like that do their live streams. And I don't doubt that they're fans and very invested in, in their jobs and all that, but it's nice to see, uh, uh, I like Pixel Dan. We had him on the show. Okay. What I'm saying is all of these reveals, Motu Origins, this is another line. When I started collecting Masters of the Universe classics, I said, well, I'm not going to get the Origins figures. It just doesn't interest me. And then I'm like, well, let me just see the Battle Cat. Like, I mean, this Prince Adam with the Sky Sled is pretty good. What's it called? I own it. Sky Sled? That's the Sky Sled. Yeah, yeah you're it's right. great. It's great. It's a great looking figure. And what I like about these figures, I, I don't think you've been able to get your hands on them yet, but I did pick you up a Skeletor. It's coming your way. Um, they're, they look like the vintage figures, but they're, they're more articulated. 
And they're way better than the Super 7 vintage style figures, which I had and I ended up getting rid of. I did not like the just hard plastic stationary. Like they, they looked pretty cool, but uh, this is a more versatile line and, and it seems like they're going all in on it. That Skeletor looks like when I saw the picture of it, I was kind of like, uh, you know, I'll wait till they come here. It'll be next year. Be patient because that's our big. If there's one quote that we say over and over to ourselves, it's be patient. Yeah. Uh, then I saw a picture of the Skeletor and I was like, oh, that's the one I didn't want to wait on. So I am thankful. I'm very grateful that you you picked that up. For yeah, me because for sure. Uh, if I if they if I was told I could just have one, uh, that's the one. If I was told I could just have two, I want that Orco. Oh yeah, and that well that, has that Orco it hasn't come so out bad. yet. Like it's weird. Um, the Wave One from from here in the states, uh, He Man and Skeletor, Battle Cat and the Sky Slider out there. Um, some people have found the other assortment that has, I think, Tila and maybe Manny Faces and, and one other and character. Man at Arms, I think. Maybe Man, Man at Arms it's either Man at Arms or Beast Man. I can't remember, but um, they're 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 a little bit hard to find right now. But Mattel has been very open in saying like this is not just a Walmart exclusive. These are going to be at all retailers uh, sooner rather than later. So twenty twenty one should be really good for for this line. Yeah, I think what that got me ex- like it. It gave me a sense of relief that they said there's there's going to be so many. It's, there's going to be lots. Don't worry, don't worry. They kept saying that. Uh, and then when I tweeted out to Toys R Us Canada, and I said, "Hey, are we getting these?" You know. Yeah. And they and and their reply was, "We're getting a few next year." Like <laughs> we're getting nine. What the fuck is a few? Like we're getting three one province He-Mans. getting three of them. Like <laughs> yes. what the fuck? Yes. What does that mean? I just like, like getting the, a the, few. The Canadian distribution team is like, oh man, you know, it was crazy <laughs> because like, you know, we didn't know anything about the new uh, Masters figures, but we ended up spotting two Tila's and one Skeletor over there in Saskatchewan. But that was about all we had. <laughs> oh, hey guys, uh, we're getting a few of those, eh? Yeah, we're getting a few, few boxes for sure. Oh, all right, that's cool. Uh, hey, buddy. <laughs> Uh, we're just getting a few of them in, you know. Check your local <laughs> store next year, eh? Hey. And so, <laughs> hey, how many is a few anyway? Is that like two? Is that like six? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, it, <laughs> so it gave me a little bit of like. I love that. It, gave, it made me a bit squeamish, but then they were talking about like mom and pop shops are gonna get it and all that. So that means. <laughs> hey, did you hear your? Means, did you hear Aunt Diane means, and Uncle Jimmy over there at the hardware store getting a couple battle cats in? Hey, that's gonna you know, be pretty I could good. go over that that confectionery there on the corner. Uh, they should be getting them. So you know, should be all right. But <laughs> yeah, but we, like I said, we have that big store uh, toy traders, which means. Uh, he'll get a ton of them in right, if he's right. able to. So, uh, I just I'm love not, that. I love that so my, much. My toy anxiety for getting Origins has gone down drastically. Right. Uh, you know, and <laughs> but they announced I, some excited. cool. They announced some cool stuff. Like they made a Dude, big deal so about so much cool stuff. Uh, there, there's the the deluxe figures. I don't have it right in front of me, but they're they're doing like uh, a line of yeah. uh, deluxe figures that are that are you know they're they're still in the same scale but they have more accessories and interchangeable parts on a cool card backing and those are going to be a little bit of a higher like a twenty dollar the battle rate. armor the battle armor skeletor and he-man uh my first he-man figure when i was when i was three years old uh it was a battle armor he-man so uh my nostalgia hit hard uh when i saw that and it was one of those things where it was like that that i need like, right. I, I need that. Uh, Clam Champ being another one. Uh, 
he's such a great figure anyway and such a cool looking character so it was right he's he's great i think he's a perfect fit for that and uh ram man being the other one i think is a perfect fit for the uh deluxe line yep uh i, I got him in front of me now uh, the ram man figure is very cool looking very iconic uh that'll be a pickup two uh panthors one flocked and one non-flocked it was so <laughs> crazy how that happened where they had announced the the non-flocked one, and everybody did the the toy collector thing, and was like, "Well, this is just ridiculous. Like, I might not even buy one of these figures now. I'm out. I'm out." Uh, yeah, why would I get this? And then five minutes later, they're like, "Oh, guess what? Not only are you going to buy the non-flocked one, you're also going to be getting the flocked Panther, uh, which which is great. Like, it's it's smart on them to do that. And uh, why but, not? But dude, we were cracking jokes about that before it started, and you and I were like, "Watch, they'll uh, release a flocked one, and it'll be like a Walmart exclusive or something." <laughs> That's exactly what it was. Oh my god. Hey, man, I had to dig through six feet of snow. I was shoveling it all morning just to get myself one of those land sharks, you know? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I was three Molsons in before I could even find one. Dude, that land shark is a test. Okay. I, I, I will put it down. I will put money on it now that, like, if they're using that as, like, a gauge of, like, are people going to buy the vehicles? Right, right. If people are going to buy the vehicles, what are our chances of, of a gray skull. Right. And I think if we want a gray skull, which we all do, we all want an origins gray skull. Right. And I know you need a second gray skull because you just do. Because why not? I just need it. Yeah. You just just need it. I just Um, just fucking need it. (laughs) I, I, we have to buy that, that land shark. We have to go all in on this series. If we want anything that's going to be big. And I think if you're someone with kids, uh, which is not us, but if you are, I'm going to highly suggest even if you're watching this and like, I want to collect these, I think you should buy two and get a set for your kids. Well, I think now is, you know, they tried They did a, a legacy line, I think in the late nineties where they re-released some of the early figures. And I think it did pretty well. And those figures have increased in value, but that was probably a little bit too early to capitalize on the nostalgia. Now it's like, like what we're seeing right now, the next five years will be, the defining moments in the nostalgia portion of the fandom of these major franchises like masters and GI Joe ghostbusters and things like that. Because if you're between the ages of 30 and 50, basically 30 and 45, maybe this is the time where maybe you're working, maybe you've got a little bit of money and you're trying to collect these old figures walking into a store I'm not even nostalgic for Masters of the Universe, but seeing it on the shelves, it it gives me those good feelings. Like I feel There's good about it. There's goosebumps. Yeah. There's absolute goosebumps when you, because even I was thinking to myself too. I remember when Origins was first announced last year, and I was like, "Oh, those are kind of cool." I remember showing my mom because this is, I was back in Saskatchewan for a month and with my folks, and my mom was like, "Oh, those are cool." Because you know, my mom even like my parents get kind of like. They see new He-Man stuff. And oh, they my even mom's the feel same nostalgic. way. My mom still. I was yeah. talking about it this morning. She waited out. In the cold at Toys R Us for the new shipment of Kenner Stay Puffs in 1987 because I was freaking out. And I think that's something that's kind of lost on people like toy hunting and waiting for trucks to show up. And it used to be parents fighting to buy toys for their kids. And now it's parents fighting to buy toys for themselves. I think that's the only difference. (laughs) That's true. And I'd actually, I I am hoping that um, kids pick up this line as well because they seem to be an affordable price point right. for what they are uh 
you know, and you get a lot. They're very colorful. They look cool. Uh, and they're coming out with She-Ra, as we saw in back of one of those packages as well. So you know they're not just targeting it. They're going to try and target it to as many audiences as they possibly can. Right. So I'm really hoping that this not only takes off for adult collectors, I'm hoping this takes off for kids that want to play with them. Uh, I'm just hoping this... I just want this line to do well. I feel right. like uh, Mattel did all the right all the right things. It just yeah. feels... I don't know. The packaging feel, is incredible. They, they did a God, really good job on the artwork. It's it's really, it's, really good. It's all good. And, I'm like, and I feel like... Mattel has done a better job out of all the toy companies so far where I feel like I'm being catered to and, uh, and listened to, even though I don't go online and, and really outside of toy anxiety, I don't really gripe about, uh, what I would like to see from toy companies. Right. Uh, and yet I feel heard by, by, by Mattel. Mattel. It's yeah. really weird. I don't know how to put it. As the figures roll out, we'll, we'll get more in depth into the line because they did make a lot of announcements. There's the all the mini figures, but I wanted to make the- sure I wanted to make sure we talked about the the big announcement. Which so uh, collectors of Motu Classics have been you know now that the line is officially over or thought to be over at Super Seven, you know Origins it, it's becoming a collector's line, but it's really kind of geared towards maybe a younger kind of a middle. It's not the super articulated $25 price point masters of the universe classics, adult collector line. It's a line that adult collectors are going to love and adore and support, but it's, it's meant to be more of a mass retail kind of thing. Um, And it sounds like it's a more of a display piece as well. Right, right. So what we're seeing now is they announced what's being called the Masterverse Collection, which is a brand new $20 price point um, re- mass retail release. It's not like an online thing. Um, I'm calling it a spiritual sequel or continuation of where where classics left off. It's 30 points of articulation, which I think is 10 more points of articulation. If you're an articulation, if you get one of those articulation uh boners or, yeah. or what <laughs> if you're a joints queen if you're a joints queen this is going to be for you it's going to be good a joints queen i love that, that <laughs> did, you, did you just make that up right now i just made that oh up, yeah. my <laughs> fucking god new shirt joints queen no context um it's it's a it's a <laughs> that, that's so funny but anyway, so the packaging, they didn't they revealed kind of silhouettes of some of the figures we're going to get. It does seem like the first wave is going to be based on the new Kevin Smith Masters anime that's going to be on Netflix, which is awesome. They didn't reveal anything else. They were really, like they asked somebody asked if it was Four Horsemen sculpting it like classics. They didn't comment on that. My assumption is I'm I'm leaning towards probably. I think that this Masterverse collection opens the door to basically Mattel can do whatever they want. They can dabble in original Masters, you know, 2000X, She-Ra, old She-Ra, new She-Ra, Masters of the Universe Classics, because you got to remember Classics is kind of its own canon and it exists as its own canon and all these different pieces of the universe do as well. I think that is a line that really, really interests me as a collector. Oh, dude, <clears throat> when they announced that and that they had, because Mattel, I think that's the one awesome thing about Mattel owning He-Man is that they can legit do whatever the hell they want. Yeah. And I, and because now that they've built so much lore and over the years with these characters, 
again, that they, they can go on forever with this as well. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and I, I think I, some I don't class, even know where to even start talking about it. Because right. Well, we don't know I much. Remember, of, right. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. Go I ahead. Just, I just you know, some classics fans are really upset because, you know, the classics line is almost 300 figures deep. And I know they didn't get to every minor character that's ever been revealed, but they covered a lot of ground. And it probably wouldn't be smart from a business perspective to just exclusively keep releasing smaller and smaller side characters. Like if you, if you're going to relaunch a collector's line, like you got to have the main characters. Like I know collectors get in their own head of like, well, I already have 10 He-Mans. I need this one, you know, whatever minor character that appeared in one episode. Dude, we're the same way with Ghostbusters. How many Peters do I need? Right. So I get it. I understand. Right. Yeah. I think, you know, Mattel, this is the start of, you know, they, they took the license back over from Super 7. They've got two animated properties. They've got a live action movie in development. They are trying to build something really big for Masters of the Universe. And listen, Classics is an amazing line. I'm collecting it. It lasted for 12 years. And maybe they find a way to incorporate new Classics figures down the line. But right now, they're saying we do have a collector's focus line coming it's going to be available at retail. Well, supposedly, like it's going to be hard to find. We all know it's going to be hard to find. But yeah, um, yeah. So I'm nothing but excited about it. And like the one thing as a toy collector, I do try to stay open minded and optimistic, unless the toy companies give me a real reason to be not that way. And not being able right. to find Baroness that- is not a real reason. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> dude, we'll, we'll get her. You and I will get her. We're It'll be get her. And, and we'll celebrate and we'll throw our own live. Facebook Live, you know, Baroness Party, and right. it'll be great. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> so funny. It, it'll be a big deal. And, you know, like, and just to even continue on with, like, the Masterverse stuff, I think because, like you said, it's a 12-year-old line. They got to do more with that line than, I can, I, than any other toy line I can think of. Like, uh like I say, like earlier, my Batman animated series collection is not complete. And we didn't even get some of the more reoccurring villains. Right. I I think that's a really good point. I think that's the, the star Wars star Wars is the only other thing I can think of. That's like that close. And in any sort of respect of like that many characters that we've never heard of being getting. And and I, I know as a collector, it's, um, you, it's easy to be small minded or trapped in your own, uh, mindset. Well, it's gatekeeping in a <laughs> <Yeah>. sense. <laughs> it yeah. kind of is, it right? It kind of is. It and like, is. and this is a great opportunity for people like uh, you or even myself who never got classics uh, to actually get to start a start something fresh. As far, as far as I'm concerned, if you have everything that classics came out with, including all the Super Seven, your collection's pretty much complete there, bud. Yeah. I don't think there's anything more you need. Well, and I agree I, with that. And I think that um, I think that you made a great point of like. If you're like, it is unreasonable to go down the line of starting to collect classics now because the price, I ended up getting some really good deals, still very expensive. Like, if you wanted to start, if you're a He Man fan, you're like, oh, I love He Man. Oh, is there cool, like, NECA style figures? Oh, okay, cool. There's classics. Oh, cool. I just want to get He Man and Skeletor. Wait, 
do I have to shell out $350 to do that? Like that's insane. <laughs> right. So um, right? I, there's nothing, there is nothing wrong. It is a good idea for Mattel to yeah. start a new line. And if they can incorporate old classic stuff into it or re-release old figures, use what, whatever they end up doing, they are, Mattel seems very well aware of the fact that there are hardcore classics fans that know, you know, that, that are, they're demanding or, or really, asking because the thing is snake mountain is not even out yet so it's not like the line is it's not like classics it would be unreasonable for us to be like we wish mattel would get the ghostbusters line back and re reboot maddie collect like that it's it's dead it's what did chris jericho say about uh about uh um the we the people that the, the he was like <laughs> That gimmick's dead and buried. It was never over in the first place. Like, <laughs> uh, I also love referring to uh, anything outside of the wrestling world with wrestling language is the funniest thing to me. Like, yeah, same. <laughs> like if you ever listen to Arn Anderson's podcast, hearing Arn Anderson talk about like watching a movie, he'll be talking about like The Fugitive. He'll be like, well, Tommy Lee Jones had a lot of heat with Harrison Ford halfway <laughs> through that movie, but man, did I pop! When-? It's just like it's so funny. But anyways, hey, let's um. Yeah. Let's uh, let's wrap it up there. Uh, we covered a lot of ground. This is good. We're almost at an hour. But um, yeah, I could t- I could easily talk. I think another hour about fucking He Man, dude. Right. What, well, we're what, gonna, we're what have the- you done to me? <laughs> what have you done to me? This is I'm blaming you. Yeah, you should. Straight we, up, we will you. um we we will have some more in depth uh, uh, He Man coverage coming up very soon for sure. Yeah, we might take a break next week. Maybe talk about. No, something not he man. Well, next but- week Star Wars. Next week we got the live reaction show. So, <laughs> oh, it'll still come back to it'll still come back to he man somehow. Somehow we'll be uh, like, you know, this new Haslab is interesting, but I got I got to say, as somebody who just got into he man recently, <laughs> blow my head. As someone who owns the Eternia playset, now that I don't, now that's fucking cool. Damn you, Ryan Dole. Okay, listen, well, we I do will this- not trade you that for the, for the back uh, cave. For the back end, <laughs> I, w- I would do Sorry. that. Um, let's. Um, we we've been doing this. It's a lot of fun. We like to go through uh, uh, online comments. We still don't have an official name for this segment, but I think uh, what was it? Uh, uh, there was something that we had come up with with, which was something roast, which was kind of dork roast, dork roast, which is kind of funny. Where we we, <laughs> we find comments from uh, social media about uh, ongoing things in the toy com- uh, industry and, and, and things like that. And we're going to pick on GI Joe fans again this week because <laughs> listen, I get it. These target exclusives, they're hard to find. They sold out immediately. Baroness hasn't even made it to stores. People are losing their goddamn minds. So, yeah. Um, and it's all Craig this week. I wasn't able to find any this week just because well, life got in the way. You know but- what? I, I'm, I'm kind of flying by the seat of my pants here, but we'll, so this is from a <laughs> Facebook group. I'm not going to name the name of the group cause I don't want to get banned from it, but it's a, a it's a, <laughs> It's a Facebook group, and I'm not going to name any names, but basically it's the picture of somebody's cart, and it says, Yo, Joe, three exclamation points. Uh, So you know we're dealing with some people here. (laughs) And it says, Just got these for myself and two good friends. And it looks like five figures. It looks like maybe like a beachhead and a couple of the Cobra Troopers. Um, So what? He went to the store. He found the the hard-to-find G.I. Joes, and he bought five of them. Nothing wrong with that, in my my opinion. Nothing wrong. No. Okay. First comment. Here we go. <laughs> Army building beachhead? Question mark. LOL. Uh, I like that. <laughs> um, hold on. There was one comment I wanted to find that was really good. Uh, okay, here we go. Come on, man. Dot, dot, dot. 
No wonder people across the nation can't find shit. <laughs> oh! <laughs> <laughs> even, it even says in his thing, doesn't it? He where said, it says, I just got this for me and my friend. Me and my friends, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I he's, do he's love the reason. I love that <laughs> anecdotal thing. Some guy in Boise, Idaho bought three beachheads, and this dude in Austin, Texas is mad about it. Um, uh,. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. Let me try to find. I want to find one or two other ones. Um, Sorry, I love the dramatic across the nation, like your your entire country. Okay, here's what. Here's what. Here's what. Here we go. Oh god, oh. this is good. You're another PC piece of shit who makes it impossible for others to get their hands on the. Oh, this is all caps, by the way. For all. <laughs> You're another PC piece of shit who makes it impossible for others to get their hands on the collection. You get no respect along with pre-order pussies. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, please read that in a southern accent. You're another PC piece of shit. I bet you're one of those liberal bastards. You don't belong in my G.I. Joe world. I just love it. I love the idea of, like, oh, you're a pre-order pussy. You pre-order? You, you're you too big of a pussy to go to the store and buy your G.I. Yeah. Joes? <laughs> Can't you just go to the Walmart without your mask like a real man and buy your toys? I bet this he has a few <laughs> pre-orders. On action figures if, of war heroes <laughs> is exactly the future the liberals want. Hey, you goddamn cuck! If Duke and Scarlet saw you wearing that mask, they would fucking be ashamed of themselves. Okay, cool. Um, all right, let's read one more. Um, this is all the same thread. Um, most, I will say, most of these comments are, are great. Most of these comments are like, "Yeah, that's great. You found them. Congrats." Um, uh, this is my favorite favorite comment. It says, "You have no friends. Welcome to the scalp club." Oh, what, what? Like, oh, dude! Could you imagine getting? Oh man! Don't show them uh, your freaking real Ghostbuster retro collection. Oh my god! Like you got hey, I'm not scalping them. them. I just I just needed them. I just you're just them hoarding off. them. I mean that's. Those have been pretty easy to find. Um, I do like it's. There's been so many reports this week of Target's limiting sales, like only two GI Joes per customer. Like it's 2020, and this is what's happening. I this is crazy because it's. Uh, uh, I think we talked about this where people were like, people are definitely going to army build Cobra Troopers. Yeah. There's no, there's no doubt in my mind that that's the route it's going to go because. Uh, they're doing the same thing with stormtroopers right because that next wave of black series is the stormtrooper is it not yeah the Um, the wave after the attack of the the, clones yeah there's a new updated like rogue one style stormtrooper which is great right and the beskar yeah mando and all that stuff so you know that stormtrooper is not gonna sit on the shelf either no i've never seen i it's the the only I, I'm missing five Black Series figures, and two of them. One of them was the Toys R Us exclusive. Um, uh, d- 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 what are they, the what are the stormtroopers with the orange shoulder? Uh, oh, the uh, sand troopers. Yeah, the sand tro- the, the 
the Toys R Us Sandtrooper and then the regular release Stormtrooper with no battle damage, just just straight up, you know, just nice and clean, nice and clean. It's they're hard to find, and they they you know because people build them, they they troop build and all that stuff, dude. And yeah, um, people want. Sorry, that, I got like... distracted. I, in my mind, I imagine most of the people out buying these GI Joes are like Cub Scout leaders and stuff, like with their khaki <laughs> shorts and their their. <laughs> I imagine them being like Hot Wheels collectors. <laughs> you know, like- <laughs> hey, by the way, all this to be said, I, I was out looking for them yesterday. I missed. I got one. I got the uh, the Roadblock Target exclusive. So I was pretty stoked about that. Um, yep. So, anyways, lots of fun. L- listen, we're having fun. It's all good. Yeah, I can't wait. I I can't wait for them to start showing up here. Like I said, I just I I want Baroness. I want Zartan when they ever come out with Zartan. If, yeah. Uh, Again, if there's some that I just like, those are like the two that I want, want, but like the rest kind of like Destro or like Snake Eyes or Storm Shadow. If I see them, right, I'll grab them, but it's not going to be like an active hunt, like exactly, uh, exactly. like those two. And because, right. uh, or the Dreadnoughts, I want all the Dreadnoughts, right? Fuck, I want those, I want all of them, all the Dreadnoughts, all those dirty bikers. <laughs> oh, dude, okay, hang on. Speaking of dirty bikers, yeah, if they make a Stinkor for okay. Masters. Origins. origins yeah yeah Should, do you think he'll stink you know i i hope so i mean i've got the um the moss man or do the- you think the stink will be a walmart exclusive they'll have like stink or that doesn't stink the only and they'll come out with one that smells and it will be like no it'll be this a walmart exclusive the only thing that stinks about stink or is that all the scalpers got a hold of them and 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 and, and it- it'll be something like that oh uh, are we gonna start reading uh the quote like people's quotes the skeletor uh right oh yeah <laughs> ah, you scalping boob now the entire eternia can't get a beachhead sorry got i it. can't believe i can't find these no wonder it's a pre-order pussy <laughs> <laughs> all right cringer um <laughs> let's go pick some daisies yeah I I don't know if anybody's heard. I've got fabulous secret powers. Uh, listen, <laughs> listen. We're having some fun. This was this thing's my favorite episode. We're gonna we're gonna wrap it up here. I do want to let everybody know. Tune in next week, ten thirty a.m. Eastern Friday morning. We will be live reacting to the Hasbro Star Wars Fan First Friday. They got to come up with a new name for that thing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> It's too much. They start doing them on Tuesdays. And to all the people who who infiltrated the Power Rangers reveals yesterday with your GI Joe complaints, get a life. <laughs> it was insane. Yeah. It was so. Oh I felt God. so bad. The entire chat was just, well, yeah. How are you? You're not going to even be able to find these Power Rangers if it's anything like the GI Joe release. Like, okay, man, you got to be a good soldier and fight for your right to. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Speak out against not getting your toy, uh, dude. I don't get it, man. We are living in like the craziest freaking world it's right insane. now. It's insane. Well, like, listen, 2020 is bizarre. It's weird, and we're not. It's it is fucking weird. weird. But um, we're, we're going to keep this going. Uh, I, I'm having fun with the toy anxiety. For, yeah, for, same here. This for, is great. I love it. Ryan Dole, have a wonderful day. And we'll, we'll be back next Friday. HasLab. I'm, I'm, at this point, I want the Death Star. I'm, I'm hoping for Death Star. Yeah, let, at this point now, too. I'm like, I just want a Death Star just so Star Wars fans shut the fuck up. Right. Bye, everybody. See you next time. Take care.